Samsung Galaxy S9, OnePlus 6 and Netflix Wireless, Oculus Gold. This is the latest tech news. This is Tech Chat Friday News Update with your host, David Cannon. Okay, it is Friday the 14th of September 2018, narrowly avoiding Friday the 13th there. It is the Friday News Update episode 42. It is David Cannon here and I have badly sprained my wrist this week. Uh, It is a lot better now, but... It does hurt quite a bit, but that's not going to stop me from giving you all the latest tech news, especially this week, right? Because it was the Apple event this week. How could we miss that? Well, actually, we kind of could have missed that because it was kind of dull. But there was one very cool product and it's probably not what you think. So let's get going. This is the Friday News Update and first up this week, Apple, as I said in the intro, held their annual Apple event earlier this week on Wednesday at Apple Park and we were expecting them to announce a ton of new stuff, a new iPad, a new MacBook, some new iPhones a new Apple Watch, and also the now a year delayed AirPower wireless charger that still hasn't turned up, but uh, they didn't announce most of that stuff. All they did was announce two new iPhones, or technically three, depending on how you look at it, and a new Apple Watch. And the iPhones were kind of boring, but since they were the biggest and most expensive new product announced. Let's start with them. So first of all we've got the flagship iPhone XS which is a bizarre name but uh, anyway I would call this the catch-up iPhone because there's not much new. It just catches up with some Android features that has been missing. So here is what is new. So obviously this is an S model. So we get the usual small improvements to everything. Slightly better camera, slightly more durable glass, slightly better speakers... Uh, etc etc we've also got a slightly improved touch screen and no it isn't 120 hertz as many people might think it's actually the digitizer which is what detects your fingers that's 120 hertz so it can respond to your touch quicker now but most people aren't really going to notice that and there's also some better waterproofing so we now get two hours of waterproofing for half an hour and they've tested it with tons of drinks nice to know but not that exciting although it is the most waterproofing in any mainstream phone right now. We've also got a new depth control feature in the camera and you've probably seen portrait mode, right? The thing that blurs the background of your photo. Well, this allows you to adjust the amount of background blurring after you've taken the photo and it looks cool. I mean, I don't know how many people actually take these
these background blurring photos. I certainly wouldn't really, but uh, it is there and it is kind of cool. Samsung phones have had this for a year, so it's not that impressive. We've also got dual SIM support now. One physical SIM and one eSIM, which can be added through the software. And up to a ridiculous 512 gig of storage. We've got stereo audio recording now for videos. Uh, it's been on Android. That's not terribly exciting. You won't notice much of a difference, really. It's a bit faster. There's a new processor, which is 7 nanometers, which is pretty impressive. But the benchmarks are actually lower than the Snapdragon 855 is allegedly going to be. So that's a bit embarrassing. And you've also got portrait mode with the front camera now just with software so that's cool but that's pretty much it um there aren't many features there that are that exciting or new uh, just catching up with Android phones. I wouldn't upgrade if you have an iPhone 10, but why you maybe would upgrade, apart from the fact that there's now a really nice gold colour, is because of the iPhone 10s Max, which is a 6.5 inch OLED iPhone 10s. So if you wanted a plus model of the iPhone 10, that is for you. There's also the budget ish iPhone 10R which is a terrible name so we're getting the same camera features and same sensors apart from there being only a single camera on the back instead of a dual one same processor same RAM and it's very similar design but we've got three main differences here intended to keep the price down or to make it look cool or cheap, depending on how you look at it. So, first of all, we've got a downgraded screen here. It's an LCD, which is kind of annoying. I mean, Apple could have easily put an OLED on here at this price, even if it wasn't quite as good, but, ah, well... Apple uses some pretty decent LCDs, uh, but the main problem with it is it's 720p in 2018 on a 6.1 inch screen. Right. Also, it's not quite as bezel-less as the iPhone XS. It's got thicker bezels, but uh, it's a cheaper device and it looks like an iPhone XS. And the notch even does Face ID. We're also getting it in six colors instead of just the three on the iPhone XS. And those are blue, coral, yellow, red, black, and a totally white white, not just the silver. So those are going to look pretty cool. Definitely reminds you of the iPhone 5C. Uh, remember that budget iPhone from ages ago, but... um. Yeah, that is going to be £750 starting price and the iPhone XS and XS Max are going to be available this Friday for pre-order in-store next Friday while the iPhone XR will be up for pre-order on the 19th of October. We've also got the Apple Watch Series 4 so this now has thinner bezels meaning it now has bigger screens in the same size watch 40mm and 44mm screens now and they're still really nice OLED screens and we've got some new watch faces that look really nice some smoke and fire ones 
and ones that take advantage of that bigger screen to display more info. So that looks really cool. And there's now haptics when you turn the digital crown to make it feel more like an actual crown. But we've also got fall detection now, which tells you if it's the autumn and tells you to look forward to an Apple event. Genius marketing? Nah, not really. It detects when you fall over and then it can send an emergency message to your contacts when it detects this. So that's cool. It can also detect slow or irregular heartbeats and tell you about this, tell you to go see a doctor. But the really cool thing is it can now do ECGs, electrocardiograms. These are things that were previously only possible with medical devices. So this is really, really cool that you can do that straight from your watch and detect if there's anything wrong with your heart. You just place your finger on the digital crown and it gives you an ECG. That is really impressive. Sadly, the ECG feature only works in the US, which is a real shame, but overall, really impressive. So that's going to be £400, although it now has a ceramic back, but £100 price rise. That's going to be available for pre-order this Friday. And finally, OnePlus have confirmed the OnePlus 6T. They haven't announced a release date or announcement date yet, but they have said it will have an in-screen fingerprint sensor, which will be really cool. And it will also have no headphone jack. What? Like, OnePlus have been going on about how good it is that they've kept the headphone jack for the last few years and they've suddenly decided to remove it, but that is what's going to happen. Qualcomm have announced their brand new smartwatch processor called the Snapdragon Wear 3100. It's more battery efficient and will get you between 4 and 12 more hours of battery life. Huawei will launch their folding smartphone within a year, claiming it'll be a computer replacement, and the LG V40 ThinQ will be announced on the 4th of October. But for now, thanks for listening and goodbye.